three, two, boop. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Mental Hand on God podcast. Yeah! Okay, more exciting than, than this should be. <laughs> uh, we're going to do something a little different for this episode. Um, it's yeah. not something we normally do. We're actually going to have a serious episode for once. Uh, I mean, we have had one or two other ones. There was that guy who uh, talked about his addiction to alcohol. That was a serious one. I don't know uh, that the, uh, the one about the, uh, the, the, the disease that we talked about. That was a different one with the, with the lady. Mm, I don't we, we did a whole PSA on it too. Okay. Um, I, but so obviously the news is consumed with discussions on guns at the moment because of the horrible tragedy in Parkland, Florida. Um, so uh, I decided I wanted to do a special episode. Um, it's going to be serious. Like I said, we're, we're, we usually try to keep things lighthearted, and M-Hog is typically a comedy podcast. If you're not interested in listening to any of this discussion, then you know, skip and listen to the next episode. Hopefully you don't. I think we'll have a lot to say. Um, I specifically asked Rum on it because um, of the four main members of the Metal Hand of God podcast, I'm the most politically uh, active. You are. And, you are. but... I'm not a gun expert um, by any stretch of the imagination, and I figured if there's anyone of the four of us who probably grew up around guns, surprise, it's not the black guy. <laughs> it's a, it would be it would be you, Rom. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely uh, had a father in law enforcement. Um, I grew up in uh, with guns all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. uh, to be, uh, I think we should start with. Uh, discussing our uh, where we come from individually on guns, like what our perspective Sounds is. Sounds cool. Um, and let's let's start with you. Okay, um, my dad. Um, I grew up. Uh, my father was uh, military, um, retired military. Uh, became uh, well, he didn't retire military. He just you know his time was up. He didn't retire. He wasn't a lifer military. Um, he went into. Uh, 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 oh, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Uh, he went into uh, wildlife uh, law enforcement. So he was a deputy uh, or he was a game warden for a very long time. Started off as a deputy, went as a game warden. Um, we were uh, from a long line of hunters. Um, not the uh, crazy militia sit in the woods guys type hunters. We, we you know, we were we were sportsmen, but we we if we shot it, we ate it. We weren't the ones who was like, I'm just shooting this 400-pound buck for the antlers. No, we, we ate what we shot because if we didn't eat it, we starved because we had nothing. So um, that's kind of kind of where I'm at, where I grew up. I, I kind of took the reins. I don't hunt um, like I used to, but I do shoot, and I, I do have quite a few uh, weapons. Um, I've inherited a lot of weapons uh, from my grandfather and my, you know, as it goes down, it, it's just one of those things. It's been a tradition that uh, weapons like uh, fine jewelry are uh, passed down <laughs> within the family. So, uh, what about you, Adam? Well, I, I should also mention that you, uh, I, I discovered today. I didn't know you oh, are you are an NRA yeah. member. I am. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, a lifetime uh, NRA member. Uh, I have been for quite a long time. My father is as well, uh, but. Um, to give you an idea of the NRA type of people, we are 
we are NRA blue, what I call blue collar, which is uh, he's uh, because he was military, because he came from a family of hunters. Uh, we aren't the crazy run around the woods with M16 hunters. We we have regular hunting rifles, that sort of thing. Are, are but, there are there a lot of those? <laughs> I'm not. I'm funny not, enough, not. there's more now than there ever was. That's probably true. Um, I uh, do not come from gun folk. I do. I did have an uncle who uh, was a a gun guy and uh, gave his nephews weapons uh, as they got older. However, when it came to me. My mom, to his name, he was Uncle Rick. Uh, my mom told my he was going to give me a bow and arrow. So oh, I would have nice, learned archery. My, no, my mom stopped him. No, you'd have been great as the green arrow. I would have. Um, <laughs> but but my mom, uh, there actually is a half Asian green arrow. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, he's gay, though. Um, Plus, like, he has like, a bit of a li- his green arrow. <laughs> Jesus. No. Well, we're going to try to be serious. Um, <laughs> but, um, but so I never got that experience. And then later my mom's, my mom's first boyfriend after my dad was, uh, what many people in this country would call a gun nut. He, he is, I, I'm positive as an NRA member. He, he'd often expressed his dream was to actually open his own gun store. But the, with the political climate in this country, he was a little bit paranoid. So he was under the impression that they would just, you know, take away the second amendment and all that stuff which oh, okay. we'll, we'll we'll discuss that sort of thing later on but we'll try to keep each subject sort of you know uh individualized yeah but um but he he actually my first experience with guns was with him and it was not a good experience on my 15th birthday he my mom was was working because my mom was a single mother and she worked all the time and she she said we'll take adam out and you know uh, show him a good time and so I wanted to go to the comic book store, which we did. And he thought like, Oh, this is a good opportunity for me to show the boy guns. And, um, I, uh, ex- like came like, okay. The main rule with guns that they tell you when you first hold one is don't ever point it at someone's face. However, well, that's a, kind of a, yeah, that's a rule of thumb. Type of well, thing, yeah. however, not everyone's that coordinated. And at one point he said something to me and I turned with my whole body. Hmm. And I had a shotgun right in his face. I mean, my finger wasn't on the trigger because he, he also told me that, like, keep your finger off the trigger finger unless, the unless you're about to shoot. Um, but I, it, it, it did not leave a good taste in my mouth. And um, as I was telling you earlier, like, if you came to me and said, Adam, you know, uh, I, okay. I look at guns the same way I look as, at nuclear weapons. If you gave me the opportunity to make a wish, I would wish away nuclear weapons. Same goes for guns. However, sure. in a world in which nuclear weapons exist, I'm thankful that the United States has access to nuclear weapons. Um, and in a world where guns exist, to quote my favorite writer, I don't like guns, but if everybody in the block has one, I want to get my hands on the biggest, baddest one I can find. Um, yeah, you could kind of take that like in a Marilyn Manson song, too. If you know, I don't like the drugs with the drugs like me, but you could substitute drugs for guns. It's kind of a necessary thing there. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm to this day, I am not, uh, I've, I've always thought to myself, well, I'm, a, I'm not particularly coordinated. Uh, I have a short temper. I'm probably not somebody who should own a well, gun. Well, you sound like a, pres- you sound like the guy that needs to own a gun. Not coordinated, short temper. Come on. Well, but the thing is, Rum, like, is as I get older, 
the more things like this start to happen, the scarier the world gets. There's a part of me that thinks that the time may come soon when I will need to get a gun. And sure. I was actually discussing when I was in Tennessee, I was talking with my friend who is a gun owner and we went to the gun range. We didn't shoot anything because it was, uh, it was packed, you know, it was, it happens like that. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, we were discussing it and I was doing the numbers and it would probably cost me a thousand dollars, uh, if I got a gun and my concealed carry permit, cause I would need to train fully and that's going to be a few hundred on its own. So, but that's where I am. I'm not, I'm not a gun lover. I'm just someone who believes strongly in the second amendment and just understands that guns are an unfortunate necessity in the United can, States. Can I throw something out there real quick? Sure. Then we'll move on to, to where you're, where you're, where you're leading us here. Um, if you're, if, if you are interested in gun or learning about a gun, a, a less expensive, probably in my opinion, more, user-friendly way of learning is to go and find your um, uh, contact your land conservation officers, uh, game wardens, such like anybody like that, and take, even if you're not hunting, take a hunter safety course. If you take a hunter safety course, it'll teach you everything you need to know, how to handle the gun, what to do with the gun. That way, when you take your concealed uh, weapons permit, it is a breeze. It's easier to do. You'll feel more confident, and you'll be fine with it. It'll it'll run you less than half of what you just said. Okay. Well, the half of it was like five to six hundred for a, a gun. Sure. Well, well or, a gun, or you could buy plus... it off of like that dude on a corner. That's fine. No, don't right, do that, people. Right. That's wrong. Don't do that. No. Uh, but the, but I figure the gun and ammo is going to cost me for for a decent gun is going to cost me like roughly six hundred. Depending what you want. I mean, uh, a lot of people, um, you know, they they want to go. I need a big gun. I need like a forty four magnum. You don't need a forty four magnum. If you if you can't, it, it, it you don't need anything huge, people. If if I were you, honestly, first hand gun, I I would probably go with nothing bigger than a thirty eight. Oh really? I was gonna... thirty eight. I was looking 38 at, to find. I was looking at a nine millimeter or a Glock, but you know, nine I mean. nine mils are fine. They're very common. Uh, they are very mass produced anymore. Uh, you need to get get a decent one, or you, you might as well just be buying a twenty two. But uh, a thirty eight, and for you, honestly, my opinion would uh, because I, and I'm a big fan of them as well. I, I I know everybody likes clip loads and everything, but I think. Uh, you can't go wrong with a revolver. Guess what? They don't jam. Mm. All right. Well, um, so if you, can't, briefly, if you can't shoot it in six shots. You don't need to be shooting. Well, that's a good point. Um, so uh, the first thing I want to go into uh, briefly. So I want to separate this into two. We're going to talk about the Parkland shooting and what happened. And, okay. um, and then I'd also like to talk separately about what's been going on with the kids that survived oh, because yeah. I'm, I'm less upset by the discussion of, you know, back and forth on gun rights than I am by what I would term the abuse of these children. But we'll, okay. we will get to that, you know. But to start with, the thing about the Parkland shooting that's tripping me out is, um, and this will bleed a little bit into talking about the kids, is that um, it's interesting that this is the one that the media in you know, anti-gun advocates have chosen to, uh, lay their, their rest, their laurels on. Uh, I'm, that's not the right term, but you know what I mean? They're, I, I they're, got they're, they're resting their case on this because of the two most recent shootings, the, 
the um the one in Las Vegas and this one now this one pulls at your heart more cuz it went to you know it's kids supposed to be safe in school and they got shot up and the one in Las Vegas I think the main reason that they didn't try too hard for for any serious gun reform on that is because they weren't going to be able to trot in that many people out because it was a country show. I, I'm going to go ahead and bet that the majority of the people there were probably at least somewhat in the direction of being second amendment advocates. Whereas with these kids, again, they're, they're children. It's the most, look, neither one of us have kids, but we all have children in our lives that we love. You got, you, you got a, a niece, you know, I've got, God kids, um, the worst thing that I ever want to think about is, you know, something like this happening. And, um, so it, it does pull at your heartstrings, but the thing that trips me out is like uh, everyone, like the media has been doing their best to like, and they've been doing a good job of hanging this on the NRA, despite the fact that all the evidence points to the opposite that, okay. So the facts of the matter are this, the kid who, who did the shooting, I'm not going to mention his name because I do agree with the people saying like, we need to stop making these kids famous when they sure. do something or these people famous. Cause it's not always kids. Um, we need to stop doing that. Um, but this kid had se- basically several dozen warning signs, uh, with both the FBI, like FBI tips, uh, and police tips that should have got he Okay. When he went and got this AR 15, he cleared the background checks because no one like law, the law, law enforcement involved did not do due diligence and didn't put any blemishes. Like if, if they had reported on all these, cause the kid was telling people for years that he was going to shoot up the school and Correct. like, and I don't remember all the details, but as like recent, like within a week of the actual shooting, like he, like people had called in and said, he's, we think he's going to shoot up the school. So there was this drastic failure on every level. And there were four police officers. We found this out, I think yesterday or Friday. Um, there were four police officers on the scene from the Broward County Sheriff's department who did not go in when the shooting started. They were behind well, see, their all, the, all they were talking about primarily was the, the one. Or initially, well, initially they didn't mention that there was any any sheriff's deputies out there. Well, the it, one the school actually had a he was um, a he was a he was a police deputy that's also a security officer for the school. also a security officer when he's off duty for the school, and um, he didn't go in. And then there were three other deputies who showed up, also who didn't took go position. In. They took. I'm not, I'm not defending these guys by any means, but I'm just saying what what they would have done was when that guy called it in, when when that call went out, he took a position. Now he should have went in. He should have. But I'll tell you a reason why he didn't. But I don't want to get off your subject. I'll come in when you need me to. But the other th- uh, three guys showed up, and he told them to take position until the rest of the guys got there. Go ahead, continue your story. Well, um. What ended Not up happening that. was that the Coral, uh, Coral Springs sheriff, whose kid was, I believe, in the school, actually showed up and ended up being the person who went in. I don't know if he was the one. I don't know who who actually took the kid down um, because that hasn't really been the focus. I I, I didn't uh, – forgive me. I didn't do my due diligence and find out. I believe it was a uh, 
a four year. Uh, this is what I heard, whether it's correct or not. He was a four year veteran. Okay. So you think that he, was he'd been on the force for four years, and then he went in. Um, from what I understand, went down a hall. There he was. He was taken down. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I know you're going to say more about this in a second, uh, but I have heard plenty of people saying, "Well, do you blame? Do you blame those cops for not going in? That's scary." Here's the thing. Yes, I do, and I would assume that most law enforcement around this country would also blame those those officers because as scary as that is that's ultimately that's that's, that's their job. job you know like it's it's not just you know uh writing filling out reports on purse snatchers and stuff like that the, the unfortunate you, you, matter you, is that that's uh, uh, that's what you're there to do the other the other department that's scary is is fire but when you show up and there's a fire in a building does the first fireman on the scene just point at it and go wait for the other guys right no he as to put it out, but um, control. here's the thing: like, what this particular shooting proves is is at, you know I saw Piers Morgan going like, I think we can just go ahead and dispel the good guy with the gun myth because there were four good guys and they didn't you know and they that didn't solve anything. Well, it does the opposite because the truth is the scary truth is is that while police officers are intending to help you, there is no guarantee that they can help you or will help you. And because that's why they're human. Well, because they're human and they don't always like, sometimes there's not time, you know, there's not time. And you, if you're never, you can be a, again, I sounds like I'm defending these guys, but I'm not, please, please, please take that. Um, you, you don't know what you're going to do until you're put in that situation. If you've been on the force for 20 years, and never had to pull your weapon, then you are blessed. Well, actually, from what I understand, well, as far as pulling the weapons, that's one. I guess it's a separate subject. Most cops, from what I understand, never actually fire their weapon in service. The majority, if, of them. if you're very lucky, you don't, because as soon as you pull that trigger, this day and age, you might as well kiss your career goodbye. Right, and that's unfortunate. But that's the way it is. Right. And that's always lingering over their heads. Especially the guy that was there. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. The guy that was there that they were throwing out saying he should have went in. He should have went. He should have went in. But I know what was in his head after reading up on the guy. He's on, he's close to retirement. Hmm. So you you don't think he, it was he's Murtaugh. <laughs> he's Murtaugh. I got from, you. From, from, you know, it, and... They were just waiting for Riggs to get there. So you you don't think it was a a fear thing? You think he was just like I'm not I'm not ruining I'm not going out like that. He was he was he was a senior officer, off duty, from the main thing, and he was there at the school. I think this is me. I'm not sure. I don't take this to the bank, but this is the way I read it. He showed up on the scene. He was there on the scene. Went shit. This is really happening. I'm going to wait. I'm not going in. I'm going to wait for backup. I'm going to take a position. Backup got there pretty quick, but not quick enough before anybody got hurt. He gets there. He's probably at this point battling. Do I go in? Do I, if I go in, what if I get shot? Well, fuck, I'm almost ready for retirement. Do I, do I risk all that? These new guys, they're coming in. There's like, what do we do? What do we do? We going in? Wait, wait, wait for, wait for more backup. 
So they waited yeah. for more backup when these other guys were probably like, let's get in there. Let's get in there. But no, they got to listen to the guy who has seniority. Wow. More guys show up. Here comes the media. He's like, fuck, I'm going in two minutes. He's in there two minutes. Well, I know Basically I- enough time to, to quiver in the, in the doorway and get around a corner and it's already over. Well, I know, I know, like I said, a Coral Springs, uh, sheriff, uh, did go in the building. No, wait, he might've helped wounded. Well, in any case, um, but my point is, is that it's, it's interesting that they're hanging their hat on Parkland because like I said, it sort of proves the opposite that, you know, that police won't always be there. And, and here's the thing. Most gun owners, like uh, the people who hate guns, people who hate the NRA always have this like sort of almost like a, a redneck snidely whiplash, yeah. you know, image of, of people like, you know, uh, you know, and look, they're like, I'm a redneck and, I, and I love rednecks, but there are rednecks that sit in the woods. that are like, I can't wait to shoot mo- some motherfucker, you know, like Man, they, I hope he comes around the corner. I'm going to put a cap in his ass. Right. There, there are people like that, but most gun there owners are. basically look at it this way. I don't ever want to be in a position where somebody I love could get hurt and me not be able to defend them. Right. You know, but like, if, if I'm put in that position, most gun owners, Somewhere in their mind, whether they'll be able to act on it or not, will say in their mind, they're going to say, but I've got a gun. I can protect them if I need to. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm put in that position, will they be able to fire? That's another question. That's a completely different topic altogether for another day because yeah. you don't know until it happens. Yeah. Just, I mean, you can just look at, um, I mean, for anybody listening to the show who's, who served in the military, did you know, I mean, if you were ever put in that situation, which I'm sure a lot of the guys and women out there have been, when you're put in that situation to go, I need to fire my weapon. I need to take that person. I need to take them down. There is always that first time you pull that trigger, maybe every time you pull that trigger, that you're going to say, should I pull the trigger? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's always, because you know what that is? That's just, that's being human. Right. That, that's someone being raised with a sense of morality going, you're letting morality and your duty. You, you have a conflict there that you've got to get over. You know, it's a personal conflict, but it's those moments that define. Right. Well, um, we'll move on to the kids because we, yeah. we do have a lot to, to cover, but um, I do, I do think it's, it's interesting. And the, you know, like some people own, like some people saw that CNN town hall, which involved the kids and the, the Broward County Sheriff's office tried to cover up a lot of this stuff. And the, you know, there's, there has been this push to blame the NRA, which the thing is the NRA isn't a corporation. It's an organization of individuals, people like you rum. Yeah. It's, now you yeah, might not is. be leading the NRA. There are obvious, there is obviously a leadership structure within the organization, but when you say the NRA is evil and like they're bribing politicians, that's not me. I don't have any money to bribe shit. Well, but, but, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, yeah, you're, you're like, this is a group of individuals. I get a sticker in a hat once you know, a year. When you say NRA members have blood on their hands, you're saying the rum guy has blood on his hands. Actually, and you know what? You're you not might. far off. Yeah, I probably have a lot more than most people, but <laughs> it's usually animal blood, though. It's it's or my own. 
You know, I trip that's, and fall. I'm carrying, I'm running with scissors, people. That's true. You know. So uh, the thing about the kids. So you've seen like this, this emphasis on the kids. Um, yeah. 17, oh, 17 kids survived and they've been, well, not all of them. There's mostly been a handful that have been focused on the ones that are a little more politically motivated. Sure. Um, and well, what, what is your thoughts on that? I mean, what, what I'm, is your thoughts I'm dis- on interactions? I'm disgusted by it and I'm going to tell you why these. Okay. So if you don't know your prefrontal cortex is basically the decision making, like the, the, the part of your brain that says, you, maybe, you maybe should have put out a gonna... disclaimer first, Adam. You should have said, this is our, our intelligent portion of our podcast. Well, there's, ne- there's never an intelligent portion of our podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but your prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain that says, I don't think this is a good idea. Like the rum guy doesn't have much as far as <laughs> he, I mean, it's in the name people. Yeah. Um, but um, it's not, that part of your brain isn't fully formed until you're 25 years old, which is why you do stupid shit when you're young. So like it's I not until you, just formed. Yeah, <laughs> I caught that. Um, so consider that most I don't know what the I, I don't know what the age range is because this is from in high school. So I'm sure some of them are like 14 and some of them are 17, whatever. Sure. But so you take kids with Matt, like brains that aren't fully formed you put them through the trauma of something this horrific seeing their friends body parts ripped apart by high velocity uh ammunition uh-huh. and then within days people start <laughs> literally 48 people, hours people start shoving cameras in their faces and make them internationally famous these kids are suffering from PTSD with only semi-formed brains. brains. Uh, if, let's let's like, even get let's let's even knock it down less than that. Let's just keep it basic and say, people, these are kids. These are kids. These are the same people. The same people. Maybe you're out there listening, going, "Hey, I have a kid. Is this the child that you want to make these heavy decisions?" Well, but here's the thing. Here's here's part of why I'm disgusted. We're both adults. Do you, uh, s- okay. serious serious question. Uh, yeah. Label. <laughs> serious question. Do All you right. think that we're going to have any serious uh changes to gun law as a result of this hor- horrific tragedy? Serious change to gun law? I'm not talking about like President Trump did something about bump stocks and is talking about maybe raging raising the well, legal limit good because i'm glad you brought that up but i'll, I'll i want to talk about that a little later i want to throw that out there okay um uh serious change of gun law no okay you're absolutely right and no intelligent human being whether you're pro guns or anti-guns believes that this is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back the people who are putting these kids out there know that but here's the good here's and this is part of why they didn't go like i said they didn't go for the for the horrific tragedy in Las in las vegas where more people died because when you have these kids and they're telling you their horrifying stories and they they are horrifying and i i can't imagine you know one of the kids who who is pro guns his name was colton hobb was apparently like right his name is colton (laughs) 
that's that's a good point. Not sad. Uh, but he was he was he was an ROTC member and he was shielding students, much like the 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 PE teacher that died, um, or the cop that should have been in there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But um, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, Colton. Uh, damn. Um, Kool Aid. <laughs> I'm just throwing out words now until you remember. I'm trying to remember what I was trying to say. Um, Jigaboo, go. Damn, dude, you're just making it worse, Rom. Um, <laughs> we tried to have a serious episode. Um, Come on, we have to throw a little we, bit. We, in we there. can't. We can't. We just can't do it. Um. Oh, what? Um. They, they, you don't like. They don't want to pull out these people that that aren't that are going to say, you know. Um, uh, no, I still support the Second Amendment. Um, they they want to trot out kids that have have experienced this tragedy. So that way, and I, I know this is this is being mean, but I people have an agenda, and when they pull these kids out, and you say no, I mean, I'm 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 sorry that you went through this. That's horrifying, but no. I still believe in the second amendment. I, I, I don't, it doesn't make you a bad person to think that either. No, but I'm saying it, like it does. I am saying that I think these people who are anti-gun are operating in bad faith and using this tragedy. I don't think they love the tragedy and I do dislike it when people They're suggest. Yeah. I, I don't think that they wished for this to happen, but I think, you know, just much like when a president like finds finds the country embroiled in a war, it's like I'm sure that president, you know, whoever it may be, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, whoever, Bill Clinton, I'm sure they don't relish the fact that soldiers are out there dying, but they can't deny that there's political capital gained from it. Mm. You know, um, and I think it's the same thing here. And I think they're trotting out these kids as show ponies, knowing that nothing's going to happen. But that way they have this 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 perfect picture of the gun lobby and, and ordinary citizens who cling to their Bible and their guns as like horrifying people who, Oh, you don't feel sorry for these kids. You don't have any sympathy. You prefer you, you love your guns over the lives of children and it gives them a scapegoat and it gives them at like a leverage over the people that they, they find themselves against politically. These are the people that are the kings and queens of spin. They spin. They grab and then they gravitate to the worst possible situations and throw in your face exactly what you're feeling and then twist it to, to, to point the finger in the direction they want it to go. I'm not saying by any means these kids, my God, to to see that type of uh, to see that type of horror, to know that you're just going to school one day, you don't want to be there. Everybody's been there. Think of every freaking high school TV movie you've ever seen in your life. You're you're more worried about are the jocks picking on you? Who's going to get bullied? You know whatever. These kids had to deal with an adult situation now. An adult situation that most adults shouldn't have to go through. Nobody should have to go through that. Right. That's crazy. That's insane. This is like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Do you realize? And here, here's a thing. Uh, uh, people, I, I was thinking, I, w- I was like, oh my God, you know, I saw this on the news and I'm watching it and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, you know, and everybody's like, oh, NRA bad. But it's like, before the NRA, take that out of the equation. That's just a group of people. 
you know, whatever, you know, some are fanatics, like in any organization, there are fanatics. And then there's everybody else who just had a gun, you know, mm-hmm. that, that just, it, and it's not all about guns. It's, it's, it's more about there, there's, there, I don't want to get into that anyway. Right. Um, but what I'm saying is, uh, this, this topic has been out there for years. Do you realize, let me ask you, Adam, do you realize, do you know when the first school shooting happened? I have no idea. The first school shooting happened in 1764. Really? 1764. It was the Enoch Brown massacre. 10 children and the teacher were killed. The Indians at the time went into a school because there was a new settlement on their land, went into the school, scalped the teacher with a tomahawk and shot 10 children before they were stopped. Hmm. That's how long this subject has been out there. That's how long this has been going on. There has been countless. That's just the first one that's been recorded. But almost every year, for a very long time, every year, let me repeat that, since then, there was some sort of incident at a school regarding violence with a child. Some major. And that's the thing. To me, I hear, you know, I see these kids and I'm like, holy shit. Then I thought, and then someone put up a statistic. I'm like, I got to see if that statistic's even right. Do you realize kids? Now, I'm going to say a word and people are going to go, well, that's because that. But Detroit, Detroit, Michigan, 149 kids under the age of 18 have been killed since January of this year with handguns. Right. Not automatic weapons. Well, that's, I mean, this is kind of a separate subject, but like, uh, cause I'll, I'll say this briefly. I'm actually not like that much of a stickler for the, uh, for the semi-automatic, uh, not, not semi-automatic weapons, but like assault rifles. In anybody's hand. No, there should be a no assault rifles. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Well, you have an opinion. Reason if you are an NRA member, people, if you're out there and you're like, "Well, I'm NRA," so am I. There's no fucking reason you need an AR-15 for anything, because most NRA members, most, uh, are normal people who have just a gun or a gun. If they are hunters, you (laughs) there is no freaking way you need an AR-15 to fucking shoot a deer. Yeah. You don't need one. And you know what? I've shot AR-15s, people. They are one of the worst effing weapons on the market. They're crap. They're cheap. They're absolutely cheap. That's the reason why most people can get their hands on them. If they were an expensive weapon, you wouldn't have a freaking 18-year-old going out to get one. In Florida, shame on you for allowing anybody 18 years old to be able to purchase one legally. Well, shame on you. I think there's I think there's a couple things at play in the assault rifles as far as like banning them. I think there's a certain number of people like me who basically look at it like this. A lot of the people are saying, "Look, I don't I'm not trying I'm not saying get rid of the second amendment. I'm just saying we need better laws." Most of those yeah. people are lying. 
most of those people are lying. Most of those people, it's a stepping stone. And we know this, like we, like if here's the thing, this school shooting could have been prevented, but not by the means the getting rid of the assault rifles wouldn't have done it. Cause the kid would have just got handguns and he would have, he would have got a handgun. He would have had multiple pistols. Right. And he would have had an easier time of, of sneaking. I mean, apparently he had a breeze, no problem, whatever getting into that school. But, um, but I'm saying like that it wouldn't stop something like that. Less people would have died in Las Vegas, but still, I mean, well, here's the thing. The guy in Vegas, I can't even compare. I can't compare the shooting in Vegas to what we just had in Florida. I can't do it because we had a guy in Florida or a guy in Las Vegas sh- shooting. I, I, I think that's what it is. We're not looking at it as, uh, as uh, uh, we're not looking at the weapon. We're looking at the amount of people. Yeah. We're looking at casualty. And when we take, we can have, you know, how many, how, do you, off the top of your head, throw out a number, uh, how many people were shot in Vegas? Uh, I don't know, 38, 40. 30, okay, let's, because uh, I can't remember, I'm, can we call I'm, it 40? I'm guessing it might be more. It might be a lot more. All right, well, let, let's, let's, let's go with, let's just throw it out there. Let's say 60 people got shot in Vegas. Right. And so, but the problem, the, the, the thing that we focus on a lot is kids. There wasn't as many kids got shot. From what I understand, from what I understand, he shot 46 rounds. Wait, wait. Okay. All right. So uh, he, uh, we were pretty close as far as dead. 58 people were dead. Uh, 851 were injured. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that can be, but injured can be anything from trampled anything. I mean, that wasn't injured from bullets. That was injured. Some of them were injured from bullets. Others were trampled. Others were pushed. Others were bleeding. Oh, I hit my head. I got thrown into a stop sign. You know, that's an injury. Let's let's not make light of that. That's well, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm oh just wait saying. wait 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 hold on. It it actually tells you okay according to the internet, 850 non fatal 851 non fatal injuries. 422 were by gunfire. Okay, so well there we go. That that's the number I'm looking for. Okay, that's still that's a lot of people injured, and and still a lot of people dead. But w- it, it wouldn't make a difference. We we look at that number going. Oh my god, that's one guy in a hotel room. People blocks away when we're talking and and but they'll focus more that that should have been the wake-up call that should have been the wake-up call but, but like i said you can't trot those people out because some of them are going to go no i i still believe in the second amendment i still believe that i should have the right it's to protect not an myself. amendment issue to me it's not an amendment it's a it's if okay let's talk about the guy real quick briefly in my mind i'm a guy going to Las Vegas, the guns that that man took into that hotel should have been noticed. Should have been noticed. Even if he took them in the golf bags, if he put each weapon in a golf bag, there is not one guy out there that carries 36 golf bags up in a room. Mm-hmm. Someone should have went, what the fuck is this guy doing with 36 golf bags? You know, but, but but what I'm trying to say is we're going to focus more because it's kids. Less people right. killed, 
doesn't make it less important. But we protect our kids. I think, honestly, besides the gun law thing, we need to we need to that that is important. We do need to have better restrictions on gun laws and and or more restrictions on gun laws when it comes to, to the vetting process. Basically, who gets them? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, we have the Brady law. Oh, there's a waiting period. Fuck the waiting period. It doesn't change your crazy. Well, you, gotta, you 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 need to know who you're giving the gun to, people. Well, I mean, here's the thing, like. If, if you walk I'm, in, the guy comes in in underpants with a, with a fucking rebel fr- flag on his crotch, nipple piercings, and already you know this guy has made bad decisions in his life. Why are you going to wait seven days to say, okay, yeah, you can get the gun? Uh, you, you know, this is a show heavily associated with metal. I don't know if you really want to suggest that tattooed people shouldn't have guns. I'm not going to say anything about tattoos. Tattoos are awesome. <laughs> I'm, I've got many. I, here's but, the, I, I'm just throwing things out that people associate with with things like that. I, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of stereotypes, and I don't. I, don't, I apologize if that offends anybody. But what I'm saying is, I think the process needs to be more on an individual basis, not on a this is a formality, this is a formality, this is a formality. There is no formality when you're dealing with weapons, people. I. I think, well, I mean, there is a problem, though. Like, this kid should have had, like, this kid had a ton of red flags that just weren't reported. That's why his background check came up clean. Well, he didn't have any priors. No, but the police went were had to visit his, his uh, residence 39 times within seven years. And the fact that he was going around saying he was going to shoot up the school, like, I mean, I'm well, not... Well, yeah, I can... <sighs> I mean, yeah, that should have been looked at. I'm not saying I'm not going to take anything away from that. But I, that I do think looked at. I do think there are but, a lot I of mean, people that, that should have been taken as seriously as the guy sitting in a movie theater yelling fire. If there's no fire, he needs to be arrested because he's, you know, definitely causing an issue. They should have looked at those signs a lot better. Uh, already, the people that were helping him, quote unquote, helping him, he was staying at their residence before mm-hmm. this all happened. Yeah, the foster family. The foster, well, well, not even a, well, I, I guess they're a foster family. They knew the parents. Well, I think he had foster, um, well, maybe I'm confused. The parents, he was adopted, apparently. All right, well, his so mother maybe passed I'm, maybe away. Maybe I'm confused, yeah. Already this kid had some problems. He was, I, I even hate saying that because I, I'm sorry, bullying is a different topic to me and it pisses me off every time people talk about it because there's ways of dealing with it and ways of not dealing with it. Um. I was bullied as a kid, and I'm perfectly fine. Wink, wink. Um, the uh, he the the kid himself, the kid that did the shooting, called the police and said, "Did you hear the Did you hear the videotape or the the conversation?" No, I didn't hear this. Uh, he he called the police, saying that he was uh, thrown out of the house. His stuff is in there. The 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 uh, person on the other end of the phone said, "Why were you thrown out of the house?" He goes, "Well, I was I was I was punching the wall. I was I was mad. I was I was I was having a freaking fit. Uh, I, I'm I'm having a lot of anger issues right now. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm you know." He basically was com- saying, "Right now, I need help." The person on the other end of the phone said, "Well, you you were punching the wall. Of course, you threw they threw you out." He goes, "Well, you have to understand. I just lost my mom." Uh, I got thrown out of school. I don't know what to do, and no one will help me out. No one will tell me what to do. 
at that same time, the people in the house called. Another operator picked up. Said, this kid is going crazy. We need help with him. He's throwing shit. He's going through a tough time, but we don't know how to handle it. Right there, on both lines, somewhere there, that ball was dropped. Well, the ball was do- dropped dozens of times before that, including with the FBI. They, there was tips that, this, that something was going down with this kid. And I don't, I don't want to remain specific on this kid. I'm just I saying. I don't, I don't want to throw. I don't want to throw all on the FBI either. FBI is a large organization. Yeah, but this was the local office that that didn't go, th- didn't report in well, on it and check in on it. And and this is the problem with. Uh, I, I again, I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't I, know how to word it without sounding like an ass. It's just going to come out and take it with for what it is. We have, we, when I mean we, I mean as a collective society, have caused this to happen because of the pussification of our society. We will, we cannot, we're, we're having the people that we look, we, we turn to, to do the things we want them to. They're now taking a, a step back, a double take. They're looking at, well, if I do this though, what are they going to be able to come back on me? Well, this is where we're at in our society because nobody wants to step forward and be no, there's no heroes anymore. People No, but we want them, but we can't have them because they're going to step on somebody's toes. This is what everybody in the back of their mind is thinking. And this is the problem because no matter what you do, no matter what you do, and in such a serious situation as this with these kids, and like you said, well, now we're, we're, we're throwing the kids out there and the media whores are going after them, throwing them out in the front of the media, using their pain because they're suffering. They're, they're, they're feeding on it. They're fucking vampires. They're leeching off of them to, 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 to prove a point, but they don't really care. They don't really care because this is the only opportunity the leeches and the vampires out there are able to to speak their mind without people jumping on their ass. Yeah. Um, I want to move on from the specifics of the shooting. Um, I do yes. want to discuss, as I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of the problem with the discussion of, of assault rifles is that we know that there are people who will say, there, there are plenty of people who I think will agree, like, we should have, like, better laws in place and, and look at Absolutely. different things to do to take care of, uh, you know. And look, and I'm, I'm not stringent on the, the assault rifle things one, one way or the other. I'm, uh, but it's, it's, not, it's just not important to me to have them. And I know people that, that want them or have them and love them, that's fine. But uh, I think that the problem is, is that there are people who pretend to just be in favor of enforcing or creating better laws. But really, at the end of the day, and there are some people who are just honest about it. You know, how many times have you heard that the Second Amendment is an outdated document that that needs to be done, done away with the Um, same amount of times I've heard that the Constitution needs to be written, rewritten or just done away with or done away with. The the problem is, is that the the. The Second Amendment, the reason it is the Second Amendment is because it reinforces the First Amendment. Right. You can't have freedom of speech if you don't have the ability 
to stop someone from taking it from you. And that's referring it, to the government, not to ordinary citizens. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, and so I do want to discuss because, and again, cause there are people who are honest about it. It's like, Nope, the United States just needs to get rid of the second amendment. So I want to discuss a little bit about, cause I don't, people don't really think things through. Like some people say things like, well, something needs to be done. You know, well, that's like saying that fires, bad trees are good, right? Like it's, it's a vague statement. Like, well, how does that work? So, um, so a couple of things. So first of all, in order for the second amendment to be dis- dismissed, uh, overturned, I, my understanding is that 38 states have to sign up for that out of the 50. I think that would be, yeah, that'd be the majority. Right. Um, that's not, that's plainly not going to happen because, the majority of people in this country disagree. The reason that we still have, like everyone wants to say, Oh, the NRA is just buying off these politicians. No, because if, if you, if you're the politician that in your state, uh, is reinforcing laws that you don't like. And the majority of people don't like people just vote those people out. The reason, the reason that they're voting for laws that the NRA agrees with is because the majority of people in the state, agree with those laws um it might upset you to bullet to uh, you know but the truth is is that just because you have an opinion doesn't mean the majority of people have the same opinion right so so a couple of things so first of all um if the second amendment were revoked though that would not immediately make guns illegal Right. Then it would go down to the states. Now you could now the president of the United States could could instruct Congress to come up with laws uh, on the federal level that make all guns illegal. However, then you'd have a real constitutional crisis. People use that term a little too loosely, um, but you really would have a, the possibility of another civil war if you're telling a lot of these flyover states, as they're called, you know, because what would happen is this. The East Coast and the West Coast probably would pass, and well, with the exception of Florida, would, would uh, pass and enforce uh, anti-gun laws. The states in the middle, some of them would, most of them wouldn't. States like Louisiana and Texas, they they're not they're not banning guns. So you would you would have like. I don't know if it would be an all-out civil war. I don't want to suggest that, but I, I am saying that you would. Have I, I I would probably uh, I would back that uh, that thought. That that's exactly what would happen. Well, but let's also extrapolate how it would work on many levels. So first of all, I do want to point out that the United States has two borders. Now Canada, not, we're not getting guns out of Canada. Mostly because those people are pussies. Well, the French. (laughs) Sorry, I'm talking to somebody from Louisiana. (laughs) I'm not French. Uh, Mexico, however, um, if you know anything about Mexico, northern Mexico is a cesspool. Yeah, Viva Cartel. Yes, literally because of that. The drug cartels run everything. You know why? They have guns. (laughs) Partially. Um, but one of the main factors is the American war on drugs. Yeah, we it, made, that was the best thing they ever had. Yeah, they, people, they run drugs in the United States. It includes other stuff. It also includes like uh, human trafficking. But what do you think happens when you shut down legal firearms in the United States? You have a lot of victims. Well, 
Yes, but uh, what gun running suddenly becomes business number one, which means oh, you you go from well then. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go from legal firearms to illegal firearms, and suddenly, the the richest people in the world are Mexican uh, Mexican drug cartels. Right. Uh, you're you're giving the wrong people all the power, and who who determines who are the wrong people? <laughs> well, the, look the, around. The internet, apparently. Apparently, the internet. Look around, people, because everybody who who has i mean all you got to do is read the news you can pick them out then you have other issues that would result on that would result from this first of all you're pulling a multi-billion dollar industry out of the united states you're not just taking you know people like to say things like like oh when you when you shop with walmart you're just buying another boat for the ceo no i'm also giving money to people in my community who need a job and right. work at Walmart. When you, if you take out the gun lobby, you're not just taking out a few fat cats as people like to think you're taking, you know, millions of jobs and bankrupting businesses and putting people out on the street. What happens when the economy dips and like suddenly there's massive unemployment, Crime. then your taxes go up people. Well, I was going to say crime rises. Your taxes also go up. Fair enough. But crime rises, that's kind of the central point. Um, so you have that. Which taxes means, are crime. Yeah, thank you, Rum. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, okay, maybe you don't have assault rifles, but you're going to have a lot more muggings. Maybe they're with knives or maybe they're with illegal handguns. I don't I'd know. I'd be happy if everybody just went to swords. I missed that. That was classy. I'm gonna stab somebody, stab them classy. I I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, moving on. No problem. <laughs> then the the one of the other problems that you have is how do you get the guns out of those houses? Some people will turn them involuntarily. They do that every year. There's every city, every state basically has a gun turn in. That you met, it, it always blows my mind to see how many people turn the guns in. But you know the ones that are turned in for to be destroyed. I talked to, um, I have two friends of mine that are, are police officers. Uh, over eighty percent of them have been used in the commission of a crime. What better way to get rid of a gun that you used in the commission of a crime is to turn it in voluntary as a gun turn in. Interesting. At, yeah, that that's those the ones that primarily get turned in are the ones used in a crime. Hmm. Um. But so, yeah, some people some people will do that. Some people, or and maybe it's even the majority, would turn in their guns if if guns were made illegal. However, mm-hmm. there are going to be some people that will say over my dead body. Yeah. Well, how are you going to get the guns away from them? Civil war. Some well, I, specifically, I'm saying somebody has to go in there and get them, right? Which is exactly the reason we left Europe in that first place. Well, that's another that, thing. that religious persecution, you know, and the kinky sex. And the um, well, God I would stayed for the kinky sex. God damn it, Rom! You made me do it now. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, so you're gonna have to send local police officers in there to go take back their guns. Well, who's gonna want that job? 
Who's gonna Apparently not the guy from that high school. Hey, Rom, you're a police officer. I want you to go in that that guy's house. He says that over his dead body will he release relinquish, whether it's a handgun or an AR-15 or some other assault rifle. He says right. you can take it out of his dead hands. I want you to go in there and get that from him. Are you going to do that? If it's my job, that's what I would do, and I would make sure I'm the one walking out. Because if I'm going to go in with that order under that situation – this is what you have to look forward to. If you say that out loud and it's expressed is be prepared. That's what's going to happen. They're going to come in they're going to shoot you and then they're going to take your gun. There is no, come on. Okay. Get but on the team, but at that point, what you're suggesting is that we should just go kill ordinary American citizens for, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not suggesting we do. That. I, I'm not I'm saying just, that you specifically suggesting, I'm just saying that, that is basically what what would happen. That's exactly what would happen. So, but I That's think exactly. I think most law enforcement officers would just say, "I didn't sign up for this. I signed up to save people, not to go take guns from from some guy who just thinks he's defending his family." Well, I would think that most, and I, I'm I'm just saying this. Uh, there was a lot of people out there. Uh, I would think that uh, in law enforcement. Let's go with law enforcement. Uh, they're going to take. They take their job very seriously. They are. They are a serious bunch of people. I respect anybody who wears the uniform uh, to serve and protect. Um, but I, 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 you know that that that's their personal struggle at that point. We're back to that point where it's: Do I go in and shoot that guy and take his gun? Am I a hypocrite since I'm walking around with a gun on my hip? Yes. They're going to have. They're they're going to have to. They're going to have to face that that decision but i mean there will be some that would do that they would walk in they would kick in the freaking door drop you and take your weapon and then there's the other ones that are like i said i'm turning on a badge well, it's it there, there's no right or wrong to this because it, it it's the situation you're put into it, it and again you don't know what you're going to do until you're, you're put into it I, I i would hate to see the world the world, when well, the world, I say the world, I would hate to see the United States that I grew up in get to that point. I, I really do. We've given up so much common sense. And that's what it boils down to. I really think it boils down to it, it is a simple common sense issue. I don't care how many things you spin on it. I don't care what you say about it. it it's, it's a right or wrong. It's common sense. And that's all it is. Uh, I, I think those, I think the majority of the people out there who, who have common sense would say, all right, okay. Um, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, we, we need to, we need to talk about this. The, the crazy guy says right off the bat, you come into my house, I'm going to shoot you copper. That's the crazy guy. Well, he probably shouldn't have the gun to start with. Hmm. You know, there's no negotiation. This guy is already ready to blow your head off as soon as you walk in. But I, w I, I don't know what I would do if somebody came to my door and said, hey, I want all your guns. I'm like, well, your truck's not big enough. You know, I've got quite a few. Well, uh, you better tell me why you want them. Just it, some random bunch of people come over. I don't care. I mean, it could be a guy dressed in blue. He looks like a cop. I don't know what he is. You better prove to me. I better see some freaking shit. I better know the law. I better know why this is happening. 
there's a lot of factors. I mean, so uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Well, my I hope I know. My general point it was that there's there's no good outcome to no. getting rid of the Second Amendment. It's it's not no. people like look like I said. If you gave me a wish and I could wish away guns, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But guns I'm are not, out there I, and they're not going away, and they're not going away in the United States, and they can't because again. We're not Do an we, island. We we have borders, and those borders, ironically, that you know, tr- like, like I'm not a biggest fan of the wall. Some of them got a bigger wall now. Well, not 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 now, and we may never get get a bigger wall. But you know, like that actually would make it more likely, <laughs> like that we we could make that function like without guns in this country. But um, but even then. Uh, so, uh, you, so final you, thoughts. So I have, I have something I want to conclude on, but do you have anything sure. that you want to say before we, we wrap it up? Um, I have a lot to say, but I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you wrap it up and then I'll, I'll just throw a, a short sentence in. Okay. Um, you said earlier that you think that the biggest problem is the postification of America. And I, there's a lot of things that I would apply that to being the, the, the big, like the big problem. Um, uh, in terms of guns, um, ask me a direct question. How about that? Ask me a direct question. What? What? What direct question? I was going to say. Ask me. I was going to say if you if you ask me a direct question, that's how I'll conclude my part. I don't know what direct question to ask you. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll roll with what you got. Okay. Unless there's one that you wanted me to ask you, I don't. No, no. I, I didn't know if there was a direct question. I was just gonna. No, no. Um. Uh, I think. This isn't the only issue, but I think the the biggest issue um, that's leading to not not just mass shootings, I think like more mm-hmm. violence and more um, incivility in general is one of respect. Okay. I think. Um, see, I, I you and I both ride motorcycles. Sure. Yeah. One of my pet peeves with motorcycles is you'll see somebody, and maybe they're our age, uh, on a crotch rocket. And they'll weave in, you know, and they're, they're like, oh, "I'm a badass. Look what I can do." And they, you know, uh, and whenever I see that, I think I don't want this person to die, but I want them to be injured badly so that they understand what they're doing because they're putting other people's lives in danger. When I look at a motorcycle, I love motorcycles. I love riding motorcycles, but I don't look at those mm. as a toy i respect the bike no i respect it because i know it's dangerous when i get in a car you know a lot of the arguments for why we shouldn't have guns apply to motorcycle i mean to cars i saw somebody the other day talking about like you know you shouldn't have something that you're that easy to, to obtain at your fingertips that you know that could murder multiple people most people don't get how many times a day they come very near to uh, getting into a massive accident and killing people. Well, well look at how many people got run over by cars this year. Yeah. Uh, when uh, on the news that were done unintentionally running into cars, uh, groups of people. Well, how many people get, That's insane. get, get, you know, start, have two or three drinks and they get behind the wheel, you know, like, Hey, you're talking to the rum guy. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe you weren't the right person to bring on the show. Um, <laughs> but my point is, is that I respect, I respect the bike. I respect the car. Um, it's all about respect. When I have sex, I respect the fact that, yeah, you know, like there's a chance the chick could be pregnant. 
and you have to look at guns. Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere completely different with that. That's funny. Okay. We're, well, let's let that slide. Go ahead. Um, but I'm saying, like, you have to have a general sense of respect that applies to guns. Exactly. And on a deeper level, it applies to life. And we're, we're taught, in, uh, and I mean, even when we were kids, I think there's, you, you know, you were raised a little differently than all, than most people, but there, there has been a societal emphasis. And I think it started with our parents where you were told like, Oh, you don't have to respect authority. You know, you don't have to respect all these things. And when it comes to authority in particular, I think you should always question authority. I think if you see something wrong, question it. you should question it. But that's different than saying you shouldn't have any respect for authority. And I think that leads to people not respecting their parents, not respecting, uh, you know, teachers, uh, poli- you know, okay, politicians, whatever. But, you know, um, and in general, in a lot of areas, there's not a respect for life. And, you know, and look, we live in, we live in a godless society now where... We're taught that like, oh, you know, like, oh, you're, you know, you, you believe in the spaghetti monster. Well, look, I'm not religious, but if you believe that there's someone up there that's judging you that wants you to be a better person and you respect that, I don't give a fuck if he, if he exists or not. Like that's, that's a pretty good thing. And a lot of people do need that. A lot of people need something positive to teach them to be better people and they need that respect. And I think if you, you know, it's not going to solve everything. Your children, guess what? Your children are going to die. You're going to die. Everyone you love is going to die. And some of those people, unfortunately are going to die young in some tragic accident. It might be a school shooting more than likely. It's going to be like something like involving like a tragic accident, like a car crash or, you know, like we, 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 we're, we're all about like, let's get rid of the NRA because you know they they promote guns, but do we want to get rid of McDonald's? Because you those fucking hamburgers that you're you're feeding your kid without a second thought those that kid's gonna have heart disease, and you're more likely to die from heart disease than you are from from a gunshot wound. But we don't worry well, about that, you know. And and here's you know you should fucking you should have respect for McDonald's. Don't don't fucking just eat that shit all day long. And I'm a fat person. I'm probably gonna die young. Anyway, I can't stop sneezing. I want to apologize. No problem. But th- that's that's my my ultimate thing is like I think one of the things we need more in this country is teaching kids respect. Respect. Not for us, but just for life in general. All right. I I, I want to I want to say one thing that we didn't talk, uh, and I, I'll I'll leave it be. Um, I think what we need to focus a lot more on is. Uh, the one thing that everybody has, has glazed over is uh, school security. The thing, the thing of it is, everybody, we need more security at schools. Yes, we do. But God damn it, people, you've got to pay for it. We pay school taxes. People go, oh, I don't want my school to be like an institution. I don't want it to be like a prison. Well, guess what? It needs to be a little bit more like a prison. It is an institution. You can paint it whatever color you want, people. It can be pink and have unicorns all over the fucking place. But an open campus, that's where we're at in our world right now. If it's not a kid coming into the, a school with a gun, it's an adult going into a school with a gun. It's anybody coming into school with anything. A fucking taser, a grenade, whatever. We need better security at our schools. Or even just a knife. Plenty of kids used to bring knives to school. A knife, a a fucking box cutter, whatever. 
We you know, need better security. Ben That's Shapiro. That's what it boils down to, people. Ben Shapiro. Here's thing, everybody, when something like this happens, they all go, we need better security. Then you tell them how it costs. And they're like, oh, well, oh, fuck. Well, we can get a metal detector, maybe. You know, they're, they're always wishy-washy on it. It's not, I mean, yes, the gun thing, that's an issue. Don't, I'm not trying to steer away from that. That's an issue. But, really, if you want to protect your kids, protect your kids. That's what everybody pays school taxes on. We're going to pay school taxes? Like, yes, but then our teachers won't get another raise this year. Fuck that. Put into fucking metal detectors. Get somebody there. You know, do something. Anyway, that that's another thing we need. They need to think more about is, is security about that. But, um, uh, the uh, again, heart wrenching. These kids, absolutely, absolutely heart wrenching. Unfortunately, it's not going to stop. Much like bullying. I don't like bullying. Well, I don't like guns. I don't like certain pastas. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be there. Whether it's a gun, stick with a barb on the end of it and everybody's getting beaten. It doesn't matter. It's always going to happen. There's going to be something. But again, we need to protect our kids for as long as we can. We throw too much at our kids. We try to make them adults way too uh, I'm not saying put them in a bubble. I mean, they got to know what reality is. But uh, going to what Adam said, they're they're being taught without any respect. The only reason they grab onto respect and 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 uh, morals and stuff is when something horrible happens. We can't. You can't live your life that way. You can't wait for something like that bad to happen. Adults, people out there, you know, get with your kids. Teach them. Tell them, look, this is part of the world. There are weapons out there. NRA members out there, if you're listening to that, yeah, uh, Second Amendment, I have the right to protect myself. I've got a right to bear up. Yeah, you do. That's great. Super. Awesome. I'm with you, buddy. There are certain weapons really you can have a is that do I have the right for, for a rocket launcher? How about how about a tank? Can I run around down the highway with a tank? Oh that's ridiculous. Who would do that? No more ridiculous than a fucking gun that shoots 150 rounds a minute. It doesn't make a damn damn bit of difference. Bump stock, the issues with bump stocks, all that is is a fucking Rom man's Rom? Fucking gun. What? Uh you're you're you've been yeah. fading in and out because of Skype for the last like minute. I I I am just I, I caught a lot of it, but yeah, it's it's getting worse. Rom? Alright, well fuck it. Protect your kids, respect, but don't use people in tragedies as a, a, a stone for your movement. Right. Solve the problems at home. Solve them in your town, in your city. Schools. Get the world is changing faster than we can keep up with it. 
but it doesn't mean you're going to be able to live in your Shangri-La. It ain't going to happen. You get rid of the, all of the weapons. That's just the ones you don't have. The bad guys always have them. So, right. I don't know what the, I, I have no answers for the situation. Just, I, I do acknowledge your uh, concept of respect. It's sorely lacking. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, I mean, I felt like this was a good talk. Um, you know, uh, that's our perspective. Uh, And like, I, I, I probably have a lot of haters on me right now, but I don't care. Be anyway, buddies. Yeah. All right. All right, Rump. Well, thank you. And, uh, thanks everyone who listened and, you know, uh, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled type of episodes soon. Sure. Uh, you know, we should end it on something fun, though. Dance party? I don't know. Pull my finger. Mm, that's not your finger. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks, Rum. And uh, this has been the MHOG Podcast. I've been Adam. I've been the Rum Guy. Uh, keep it respectful. Keep it respectful. I like it.